So, Dr. Malone, walk us through because we want to get over the other side of here. We're winning victories all over the vaccine passports, but they're coming back. And Fauci saying you got to be boosted. This is going to be this new variant's going to be worse than ever. What's the reality, Dr. Robert Malone? Oh, and by the way, he's saying, oh, we need to have more home testing. You remember when Peter Navarro and I said that on your program and they got we got hammered for it? It's now the party yes. line. Okay, so let's start off. How bad is Omicron? Let's just get to the bottom of this. How bad is this big, spooky, scary thing for the most of us? Okay, I'm going to quote um, from the great publication of the left, Business Insider. Uh, I'm told they're all a bunch of communists by people within the industry. Here's what they say are the symptoms of Omicron. Its symptoms are similar to past Omicron variants. This is BA.5. A sore throat, sneezing, and a runny nose. Okay, so this is what they're trying to scare us with. And they're doing it in a bunch of ways, but here's the punchline. We get right to it. The problem is the data are coming in from all over the world. The people that are dying and ending up hospitalized with Omicron BA5 are the highly jabbed. The data from New Zealand is stunning. They managed to keep the earlier variants out. They jabbed everybody. And now Omicron BA5, which is the escape mutant, it's learned how to avoid the vaccines. Remember we talked about this so long ago, Steve? And, and yep. you, you were kind of spooked by the words escape mutants. Um, but yep. here we are, we're living it just like we predicted. And it is hammering New Zealand because they don't have any natural immunity. They avoided the earlier circulations. And here's the 6M thing. The Gubbies, the FDA and the CDC have already approved and the HHS has purchased $3.2 billion worth of triple trivalent vaccine that has never been manufactured before, will not be clinically tested, will be deployed right before the elections um, and it's probably going to have a higher dose, which means it's going to have more adverse events. And it is perfectly designed to drive immune imprinting and make people even more susceptible to infection. The whole problem that's going on here, and they have got their heads in the sand. This is the first rule of holes. When you're in one, stop digging. Somebody has got to hammer that into their heads. Stop. Okay, hang on. Hold on. The answer is slow down. Yeah, slow down. Slow down. I want to just hit rewind because we're going to we're going to hammer them. But I want you to go back and I want you to show the evidence to the audience of that. That the the problem here is the highly jabbed. Walk us through that, because then that gets to the that that let's let's load up the slide deck then, Cameron. Okay, we got that. Just roll. Yep. Okay, so um, in the first slide here, what I've got is a clip from the Wall Street Journal talking about the hopes of the reprieve being gone. And just a little screenshot from my own substack about the fear porn, which is a fun thing to read. But let's move to the next one, the fear porn news cycle. This originally came out with Eric Topol, whose substacks appointed a COVID expert. He's actually a cardiologist. And he's got access to a proprietary data set of testing. Okay, and he put out this piece about how the incidence of the disease is spiking. That immediately got converted into this daily beast fear um, about the, the most dangerous one yet. Remember I read you the symptoms? It's a sore throat and a cold. Okay, the most dangerous. 
for most of us. Next slide. Here's where it looks in the world. This is a major global database consolidated from nations all over the world. And I put it on a log scale that allows me to look at both the incidence of the daily confirmed deaths and the cases. Cases are diagnosed, okay? And I've thrown a baseline here at the log of 100 because it'll allow you to compare. So you can see that in the world, the deaths are going down, okay? Even though the daily cases are going up because this is not very lethal. Look at the next one. South Africa is an interesting place. They have a very low uh, rate of vaccination and those that are listed as vaccination, vaccinated, a lot of them are actually just carded. It's fake vaccines. And notice how their daily deaths is well below that 100 baseline. You're gonna come back to that. Notice also, they were one of the first to get BA5 and they've almost completely cleared it. See that drop on the upper line? That's incidents. The lower line is deaths. Next, next slide. Now we come to Portugal. Portugal is highly, highly jabbed. Very compliant population. They're still seeing Omicron BA5 kind of perking along and grazing. But the problem is they're seeing the deaths come up. The deaths are coming up in the highly vaccinated. But look, they're still below that 100 line on the log graph. Now let's go to the next slide. I tell you what, hold it, hold it, hold it. Before we get to the next slide, let's take a short commercial break. We've got Dr. Robert Malone. We're walking through the fear porn that now Fauci's putting back out. We've got Jerome Revere from the European Parliament from France. Uh, in France, I got to tell you, it was so amazing on the eve of Bastille Day uh, to have this amazing victory against medical tyranny. They shot down Macron and the globalist on their vaccine passports. Also, Jerome is here. The reason we're so excited about having him here, the French are going to teach us. How to do it, paper ballots, count by hand, and finish at 10 o'clock at night. All next in the world. Partake. But back then, anyone who refused to get vaccinated would get ratted out immediately because we knew that person could hurt other people. The commonweal was a, a commonweal. Now we're engaged in a similar struggle with COVID, and Eisenhower would be aghast. We have immunocompromised people who are incubators for every variant to come walking around lawfully unvaccinated? That's psychotic. We have companies that have tried hard to get people vaccinated and now backing down. We have governors who want to be president by grandstanding on a foolish state's right issue, the right to get sick and get other people sick. So it's time to admit that we have to go to war against COVID. Require vaccination universally. Have the military run it. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you better be ready to prove your conscientious objector status in court. And even then, you need to help in the war effort by staying home until we finally beat this thing. Oil, basically flat, but still below 96, Jim. Any chance you think this gap gets filled today? This opening gap? Is that too aggressive? Progressive. Hey, I want to just say, by the way, on oil, uh, this this is all the fear of more China lockdown. And the numbers are frightening. And anybody who's involved or, you know, I was just going over some of the things with some people I know who just got it again. or just got it. And I just think that the idea that you can somehow lock down, if one person gets this thing, that person gives it to five. Like, you remember that class you had with the 
five times five, you know, the yes. eight. Yes, very quickly you get to very large numbers when you double. Right. Yes. So I think that, once again, China has to change its policy. But if they do, oil spikes the one button. The pandemic isn't over. The virus is still out there evolving, and we got to stay on our front footing here and continue to battle this thing. Remember, that was Kramer won the military. This is a couple of months ago. This guy wanted the military to run a forced vaccination program. And if you didn't get the vaccine, you were going to be sent to a camp. That's Kramer and CNBC. Now today he's talking about the China lockdowns. He's saying that's fear porn. And then, of course, you got the guy at the HHS guy at the White House. Oh, the, Here's what they're trying to do. They're trying to confuse you, and that's why we sit here every day and make sure you understand this in, in, with the data, the science, and the evidence. Okay? They know they're going to get blown out in November. And what they're trying to do now is come up with, it's another variant, it's another variant, this variant, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that. And they're going to, we got to go to all mail-in voting, everybody standing in line. Fauci talked yesterday on, on Cavuto, mask indoors. You got to wear a mask. Indo- Fauci's back to the same old playbook. Steve, there is one thing I don't understand yeah. uh, from, from a French perspective. I have all these people that are telling you that they want to jab you by force or the same one that tell you, my body, my choice in order to have an abortion is the last day of, of pregnancy. So it's my body, my choice to kill a kid in the womb, but it's not my body, my choice to get jabbed here. Because the jab is different. The jab is obvious. The, the Very abor- difficult for, to understand. For them, the, for them the, the abortion thing now is a public health crisis. That's what Biden's going to sign an executive order they're talking about. And of course, this is a public health crisis. Dr. Robert Malone, give, uh, give, uh, give Jerome some, uh, some guidance here. Go through the rest of these charts because you're laying down that it ain't it ain't this variant uh, is a runny nose, a cold, and a sore throat, right? Because it's mutated so many times. And the, and the issue, according to you, sir, who are one of the founders or the creators of the mRNA, uh, ver- you know, uh, the, the gene therapy uh, solution, yep. you're saying, hey, I think the problem here is we got is that jabs. Because he talked about mask indoors now, and you got to get boosted, and you got to continue to get boosted, Dr. Malone. Uh, so uh, first off, let me say anybody that comes to me for stock investment advice uh, is nuts. Anybody that goes to Jim Cramer for medical advice is nuts. Anybody that goes to the New York Times and the journalists are nuts. I mean, let's stay in our swim lanes a little bit here. The data are the data. It doesn't matter what I did in the past. And getting back to the slides, we were just looking at Portugal um, and and uh, I mentioned to you, now you're looking at the United States. There we go. There's Portugal, okay? Notice that orange line that I dropped in there at 100 on that baseline. Okay, that's Portugal's deaths below there. Now let's go to the United States. Bada boom. Okay, we have one of the worst mortality rates in the world. Okay, um, way worse than Portugal. And it's not going down. Who is dying of something that is a cold, is a sore throat, is a runny nose. What the heck is going on? Okay. Now, if you look at the next slide, here's Israel, extremely highly vaccinated, but they also had strong waves of early infection. And uh, their Omicron infections are still going up, as you can see in the upper one. Their deaths are not. Um, and now the big reveal is the next one. Bada boom. 
Um, Omicron is, has escaped the vaccines and it is able to reinfect and it is suppressing the, both the T cell and the B cell responses in people that have been previously infected and repeatedly jabbed, which is a large fraction of those highly compliant persons. And um, if you look on the next slide, there's the big punchline, expose. Um, and uh, this article is lovely, and Cameron will put the links below because it has the links to the primary data from the British Health Service that shows that the vast majority of people that are dying are the ones that are triple and quadruple jab. What's happened is they have driven through repeated vaccination a form of immune memory that makes it so the virus has been able to escape and is more able to infect the highly jab. And going back to what Kramer said, the people that are actually breeding the new variants are the ones that have been highly jabbed. They're getting repeatedly infected. Talk to the people around you. You'll find that the ones that are getting infected again and again and again by Omicron or have chronic infections are the ones that are highly jabbed. That's what's going on. It's called immune imprinting. And what the government has bought is the perfect vaccine combination to cause this to get even worse. Dr. Malone, before we let you go, what, before, I'm answering for the solution, but just on the mask indoors, Fauci's pushing this. Your professional opinion on this variant, uh, the BA.5, sir. The, okay, on the masks, there's a real simple thing. There's three ways you get infected. You get it in your mouth. You get it in your nose. You get it in your eyes. The masks don't help. The data is clear. These masks, this whole logic of particulate masks like I'd use for my sander if I was working with fiberglass even. I wouldn't even use these for fiberglass. They don't work. This is madness what he's doing. It's about control. It's about fear porn. It's about uh, this whole idea of giving some false sense of security. It's, it's a ritual. It's ritualistic behavior. It has nothing to do with infection control. And uh, I, you know, they want to, Head Start is going to force all of those poor kids to be maps. This year, mm. the feds are forcing mm. every child in Head Start program to wear masks. And there is no rationale for it. The, the whole Perfect. thing is security theater. Uh, real quickly, before I lose you, I know you got to bounce. If you were in the Oval this afternoon, with Fauci in one chair and you're and you're you're in the other, and you got uh, the illegitimate um, uh, dementia, dementia clown Biden sitting there at the resolute desk because that's reality. And Fauci makes his pitch. What does Robert Malone tell him right now about what should be the action plan of the United States government in relation to BA.5, sir? Very aggressive provision of early treatment. We have many different ways to treat this disease. Continued vaccination is insanity. Here's the stacks of papers peer reviewed that demonstrate it. You have to stop this uh, rollout of the trivalent vaccine. It's absolutely the wrong strategy. You have to pivot to making early treatment available as widely as possible. Um, promoting health 
promoting vitamin D, vitamin D testing. There's a ton of things that can be done to save lives. Uh, there is very few people who can't be saved with early treatment. We need to keep them out of the hospitals. All the stuff that Tony has resisted doing is what we should have been doing from the outset. Dr. Malone, we got to bounce. I know you got to bounce. We got a heart out. I want people to know anything about your travel schedule, how they find you, what's your website, what's the social media, because you're one of the most prominent voices in all the work you've been doing represented today in France on this monumental vote to get rid of the, to stop Macron, to thwart the globalists from reinstating vaccine passports. Sir, how do people get to you? Well, thanks for that, but I didn't do it. The French people did it. And, and the Europeans are rising. And I'm just doing my best to try to help them and stand by their side. Um, I'm off to Freedom Fest today in uh, Las Vegas. I'll be there until Friday. Then we head out to Belgium. Uh, then we bounce back. Uh, there's a trip out to uh, the, the Heart of the Beast in San Jose, also Dallas. Then back for a week in uh, um, Ireland. Uh, landing in Dublin, and then we're going to be in Italy in the first week of September, and uh, many, many more domestic U.S. The travel is almost nonstop. Uh, please, uh, uh, Getter is the best feed, absolutely, R.W. Malone, M.D., and then Substack, it's rwmalonemd.substack.com, and I think with that, that's a pretty good start, and thank you so much, Steve. And uh, I just remember the words of Harry Truman, right? Let's give him hell. Dr. Malone, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Look forward to talking to you again. Good, safe travels. You just heard Fauci. We got new variants now, more boosters and shots. You, on the other hand, have been saying, hey, all this is is more COVID fear porn, which, of course, you've been skewered over that statement, which now everybody understands what that means. Dr. Malone, where are we going with this now? Is this another attempt to get mail out ballots and steal an election? What is this Fauci's talking about? Well, John, you have a lot more experience than I do in politics. And I think if there's anything that the last two years have taught us is that you can't be too cynical. Uh, clearly, public health has been weaponized for political purposes and for power and control. And we've seen this now, this deployment of fear porn all the way through COVID, monkeypox. Now we're seeing it with BA.5. Uh, and so let's cut to the chase. What they're hiding is an amazing amount of very high-powered scientific research. They're not talking about it. It's come out from journals peer-reviewed like Science, Nature, and Cell. The top journals in the world are all aligned that what we have been doing is uh, damaging people's ability to respond to the virus through a process called immune imprinting. And what they're proposing to do with the triple jab, the trivalent that they have spent $3.2 billion on so that they can roll it out just before the election without any clinical trials, is they've designed a vaccine 
that is pretty much uh, precisely what you would want if you wanted to further damage people's ability to resist this particular uh, variant and the subsequent ones that are going to be coming. Now, I put together a slide deck that you can find on my Substack right now, um, and it's uh, uh, you, it covers the latest data with BA.5 uh, from all over the world. And what it's showing, unfortunately, is that, and, and this underlies why they are so uh, spooked right now, is that it is the highly vaccinated that are being hospitalized and dying predominantly. This is being observed all over the world. And what's happened is that they biased our immune responses through these repeated jabs against Wuhan 1. And there's a lovely science paper that came out just a couple of weeks ago that clearly documents that people that have been infected and then repeatedly jabbed are much less able to respond both in terms of T cell and B cell responses. This is why we have this problem. This is a well-known problem. It's the thing that plagues the influenza vaccine space. It's why our influenza vaccines have something in the range typically of 20 to 30% effectiveness is because of immune imprinting, otherwise known as original antigenic sin. This is a fundamental well-known issue with repeated vaccination, and they are just completely ignoring it, despite the mountains of peer-reviewed data now that document it. So basically, Dr. Malone, what your, uh, what your, your theory is here is that the more you get these shots, the more you get these, uh, these COVID boosters, your immune system actually breaks down and then you're more susceptible to get sick from the virus than if you did nothing and just got it one time and got the natural immunity. So is, is by understanding what you're saying that those have not been vaccinated have a, have a, a lower likelihood chance now of getting this variant than those that have been vaccinated and then have had m multiple shots. I mean, you got the chief doctor here, uh, Fauci, saying, hey, as soon as a new shot comes out for this, I'm going to be the first one in line. So, I mean, he's basically saying, hey, as the chief uh, doctor in this topic, you know, I'm encouraging everybody to get as many shots as you can. You're saying the opposite. Yeah, you've got to remember that Fauci doesn't treat patients. Fauci's a bench immunologist and a bureaucrat. He's a total deep state mole um, and, you know, lives in that little warren of the administrative state. He's not tied into the latest data. And I think uh, those of us that aren't Fauci fans will probably all applaud him taking the next booster. But the truth is that not only do these jabs damage your immune system, that is clearly documented, but they are driving a form of immune bias called immune imprinting that is now clearly documented as causing the problem in the highly boosted that they are more susceptible to BA5, which has evolved to escape the vaccines. And there's another lovely paper that's just out that shows that the natural immunity from infection, just as you say, is more, much more potent than the vaccine immunity, and it lasts for at least 14 months. That's as long as they've tested, which is far longer than the vaccines. Again, I'm sorry, Dr. Fauci is lying. 
What he's pushing out is disinformation. It is propaganda. It's designed to cover their backs because now they got a problem. The problem is that they have mandated vaccines. I mean, did you catch that statement? Oh, we're not going to push any of this on you. I mean, come on. How deep does it have to get? I got to have hip waders now. Um, this, this is, the lies just continue and they are so dug in. They don't, they don't know how to get out. And so what they're doing is they're just going to continue jabbing us. I want to bring in Naomi Wolf. Naomi, I had Malone on this morning. He just heard Kyle LeBrew. You know, I, we have Congress, people running for Congress every day. And the same, it's the same argument coming from people, right? And, and I know you used to live in a metropolitan area, and now you, you have a residence that's in smaller town America. There's just this huge gap between the way that the experts and the expert mentality of the coastal elites, and particularly the imperial capital in Washington, D.C., and out in the provinces with the backbone, the, really the, the broad shoulders and backbone of the country. But then you show me data today, and it's like, I mean, it's, it's, it's mind-boggling. So I think we may have the charts in Memphis. I want you to walk through of your latest yeah. developments, and particularly I know the <laughs> petition got delivered, but you've also got new information. So take it away, ma'am. Yeah, thank you so much. So, you know, what your previous guest was saying is is really true. Um, there is this massive divide. And one of the things that Washington gets wrong is they assume the people they're talking to, especially the other side, are stupid and ill-educated and will never check. So um, what I shared with you earlier that I want to share with everyone when it comes to protecting our kids, uh, and you all know that the CDC and the FDA are trying to trying all they can to get these mRNA injections into six-month-olds to uh, under fives and already have been injecting five to 11-year-olds. So, so I've, I found that Rochelle Walensky, Dr. Walensky, is simply lying. She's, she's lying over and over and over, and I don't use that word lightly, but this is a press briefing in which she claimed um, that from March 2020 through April 2022, and this is a quote from WhiteHouse.gov lying to you, COVID-19 was among the top five leading causes of death in every age group of children under the age of 19 and the number one infectious cause of death in children. So if you're a parent, you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh my God, that is really terrifying. I need to inject my kid. Uh, my kid is at terrible risk. Um, but then if you look at the CDC's actual databases, you know, and this is the stuff they assume we are too dumb to look at. Well, you know, I build databases with my development team out of government data at Daily Cloud, and I understand exactly what we're seeing here. And um, the uh, team that uh, is forcing a grand jury investigation of Dr. Walensky also uh explained to me that she is simply lying about the causes of death. So there's um, data on deaths right there on the CDC website involving, check how the words change, COVID-19 among ages zero to 19. And then you've got this uh, spreadsheet that shows really minute numbers of kids uh, with deaths involving COVID-19. Um, but even in their own database, you go to another, another uh, page on their database that lists the top 20 causes of death for minors. 
Um, and in their own database, you see that COVID isn't even in the top 10 causes of death for kids. And not only that, but you see they're lumping in influenza and pneumonia along with deaths, quote, involving COVID. But it's not, it's like number 19. It's not in the top t five causes of death at all, um, according to their own CDC Wonder digital database. Uh, and in fact, a bunch of other things come first, accidents, congenital malformations, chromosomal abnormalities, assault, malignant neoplasms, diseases of the heart, flu and pneumonia are right there, cerebrovascular diseases, certain conditions originating in the perinatal period, septicemia, in situ neoplasms. That's not the top five. Um, and the other thing that you're going to see is that 2020 was the first year of the pandemic, right? You would have thought the kids had died by the droves in 2020, but again, not in the top five, not in the top 10, uh, in their own data. But what you do see is that you can't check what Rochelle Walensky is saying from the end of 2020 to the present, when presumably there's data to back up her claims, because they stopped counting at the end of 2020. Um, but what you do see with other people looking at other databases, and this is where things get very dark indeed, is that kids are dying after vaccination rollouts. Kids are dying after vaccination rollouts. And a very respected um, site called Ethical Skeptic drew on the Euromomo.eu database, which is a, 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 again, government EU supported database. It's a credible database. And they show that all cause mortality, zero to 14 years old, cumulative excess deaths, uh, I'm sorry, 10 to 14 years old in the EU and the EEA uh, are way up um, after the rollout of the vaccines. And another respected site called Borikagato Substack pointed out that all cause mortality effects of COVID vaccines in European children are up, the deaths are up, and the deaths, and, and this uh, author very helpfully presented a red line, a vertical red line showing where deaths started to go up among these young kids, 10 to 14 year olds, minors, because, you know, we're the only we're the only Western country that's trying to inject people, you know, under under the the 11 year old, let alone the five year old cohort. So the the data that exists in Europe is for uh, 10 to 14 year olds. They are dying. They are dying after the rollout of the vaccines. And we've shown you with the uh, material from the uh, 3,000 volunteers uh, of the War Room Daily Cloud Pfizer Research Group all the many mechanisms that could lead to vaccinated children dying. There, we've listed about seven or eight different mechanisms, but kids are dying. They are not dying from COVID. Rochelle Walensky is lying. It is not in the top five cause of death. It's not even the number one infectious disease death. That's influenza or pneumonia. Um, they're playing with numbers just as the state senators, Senator Thatcher and Senator Linthicum and Dr. Henry Ely, the, uh, the the doctor in Oregon are warning with their grand jury investigation. This is willful misconduct. And it's got a horrible risk to all of us because when the CDC director, who is a mom, which drives me crazy, that she's doing this with other people's children, she should know better about, you know, the importance of keeping your kids safe. You know, she is literally lying about the number of kids who are being injected. I'm sorry, the number of kids who are, who are passing away from COVID. Oh, involving COVID. Oh, you can't find those kids on our own CDC website. Oh, we stopped counting. Um, but she's doing it to scare everyone into injecting their children. Now they're, un they're six month olds to under fives with this mRNA injection, which is so risky that, you know, this may be the proximate cause of deaths 
in kids subsequent uh, to the injections uh, rising so dramatically. Okay, hang on for a second. Hang on a second. There is going to be formal congressional investigation in this starting in January of uh, 2023. If you're not the first witness that gets called, I think you'll be a special advisor to that committee. But but is there any possibility in your professional opinion who do this for a living that somehow the staff of the CDC has just incompetently botched the statistics and she's actually not because this is a pretty harsh. You call her a liar and you say this is willful misconduct. Okay, now we're talking about children's lives. I know that segues into just not civil, but maybe criminal. So I want to make sure we've given her the benefit of the doubt. Is there any possibility, as you've seen and gone through this, that this could just be they they don't understand their own data. They've messed up in their presentation. The CDC is not that competent before you go to down on the spectrum of actual willful misconduct. And she knows what the data is and she's purposely uh, presenting a false picture to parents across the United States of America, ma'am. So this is so critical. Um, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a lawyer. So to me, it looks like willful misconduct and it looks like criminal charges should be brought against her and the CDC right away. But what I am is CEO, as I mentioned, of a tech company that builds digital dashboards out of government data. It is literally the same technology that's being used in the CDC database. Database, and it's not complicated technology. Um, any you know any coder can build a searchable database out of government data, um, especially digitized government data. And you know that there's been millions flowing to questionable third parties unlawfully. We broke that story here to the CDC so that they can build their databases so everyone can search them. So the question, you know, and again, to me as a female executive, the fact that Rochelle Walensky said, I believe in the springtime, oh, it was a coding logic error. Oops, sorry. And had to correct an overstatement of other assertions of deaths by 40%. That is so offensive. So to answer your question, no, no, there is no way they just didn't count the data correctly. There's no way they didn't notice that their counting ended in 2020. There's no way that they can't check. You know, I I was married to a White House speechwriter. I advised a presidential campaign. I advised a vice advised a vice president, there is no way the White House website is going to take a quote that says it's in the top five causes of death. Um, it's the number one infectious uh, respiratory disease cause of death. And, and that the fact checkers in the speech department or in the website department aren't going to check with the CDC that this is correct. So there is layers and layers and layers of checks and balances to make sure a fib does not get through. If a fib gets through on that venue, on the website, it's because people are choosing to put a fib there. Um, and when it comes to the database, no, this is machine counting. You can't ruin it, right? And there are people tasked with correcting errors. Like sometimes it happens. Sometimes there's a glitch, you know, and, and the tech goes wrong or, you know, something doesn't upload correctly. Well, there are developers and coders and people who work for the developers and coders uh, all the way down the chain who are tasked with correcting that within 48 hours at the most. And so it is now 14 months 
months. It's it's now it's now two years later since the end of when they stopped counting. Um, it's you know it's now clearly you know uh, fourteen months or fifteen months since she began making these claims about children and children dying. And there's literally no way if she's tasked with checking, even if she's not the developer, and I'm not a developer, right? But she is, she is, the buck stops with her. She is the one that the developers talk to. She talks to the developers. And there is literally no way that no one would say, Dr. Walensky, that's not right. Look right here on this chart, where is the only place you're going to get that list of people dying from, you know, from other, other causes. It's not in the top five. Um, and there's also no way that, you know, this is machine counting, right? So these charts count what the developers tell the, the, the charts to count, right? There's, it's not human beings going through and tallying up deaths. It's, it's machines reading forms um, that are submitted digitally and entering them into an that, algorithm. That's, so yeah. there's no way this could that, be a mistake. That's the uh, brilliant analysis of how the White House and the, all the apparatus in the administrative state works, the checks and balances, the double checks. You never would put the principal to be embarrassed by having something like that. We've got a couple of minutes. I've got to talk to you about your petition. Uh, tell us right. about the, the status of the petition and how can people assist? Yeah, well, it does seem as if this multi-front um, peaceful attack using the law, not just from Daily Clout and Health Freedom Defense Fund with our wonderful lawyers, Scott Street and John Howard, but also Children's Health Defense um, sent a, a stern legal letter to uh, the FDA um, about the kids' injections. Um, so there's a lot of activity and it's getting results. Uh, our, our lawyer's letter, which was sent, I believe, last Friday, that's correct, um, and we announced it just a couple of days ago here, already has an answer from the FDA. Um, it's not a very satisfying answer. They've said, we received your petition. Uh, you know, we're, our gears will start to move on this uh, to whatever we're going to do next. But um, at least they got back to us right away. They're not ignoring us. They're not making us wait months and months. And I think I think these people feel the midterms uh, breathing down their necks. And I think they feel just what you said, which is, you know, a lot of doctors are are coming forward now. Um, and a lot of people are are, are coming forward who, who should have come forward 14 months ago. But they know there are going to be investigations. There are going to be civil and criminal charges and congressional investigations. And so agencies uh, may be trying to get ahead of the, the punishments that are rightly due to them for this hideous, hideous malfeasance. Naomi, quickly, how do people get to Daily Clout, how they support your work, how they become a volunteer in the team, how they see the petition, social media, give it, give it to us all. Sure thing. So please continue to support the lawyers. You can do it on dailycloud.io. Uh, there's a link there, and you can also uh, go to a link that goes straight to Health Freedom Defense Fund, in which case all every penny will go to this one action, the FDA letter, and then the letter to Pfizer. Um, and the, you know, the battle back and forth with whatever they come back at us with. Uh, you can also join the effort. Uh, you can volunteer to read the Pfizer documents, especially if you have special skills. Uh, but even if you are just a helpful person, you know, we, we can use everybody. Um, if you're a lawyer, join the lawyers team and you can certainly become a member and supporter of Daily Cloud, as I mentioned. Also follow me on Dr. Naomi R. Wolf on Getter and please do uh, continue to support the bodies of others. This book that explains to you exactly how we got here and what we can do to fight back because it really is a it really is a a, a war and a peaceful war but we all need to know um, how we can be on the offense
You will not put this book, that I guarantee you, you buy this book, The Body of Others, you start, you'll read it in one sitting. It's that powerful. The Bodies of Others, Dr. Naomi Wolf, one of the best-selling books in the country, in particular on this topic. Dr. Wolf, Naomi, thank you very much for the hard work. Thank you, and Amy Kelly and the volunteers, and thank you. 